0: Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it.
1: I, I want to not care, but I actually do care yeah. about these people. And even the ones that come across so angry and stuff, it's because they're hurting. Yeah you know, everybody's hurting and everybody wants justice. And, but, you know, I just want to tell them, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that in court. Yeah. You know, even if the judges do care, and I I know most of the judges, they do care. They all have good hearts, but there's a limit to what the law can do. You know, like the law can never punish you, your husband for cheating. The law can't ever punish your wife for getting pregnant when you're not there. Like, it's not it's not something that they handle, you know, it really sucks. But at the end of the day, you got to heal and you got to move on. You know, it actually happened to one of my good friends who was also a divorce lawyer. Like she's been helping all these people. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out like her husband impregnated another woman. And so she really, really tried to keep the marriage together. But at the end of the day, she was like, I just can't do it. Yeah. So she out, they have two kids and she divorced him. But, you know, before that happened, she was always like, no, you stay with your husband all the time. It's the devil trying to get you divorced, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, he got it. He knocked up some lady. They had a baby together. I don't know how the marriage can survive that. And it didn't. Yeah. It didn't. But they made it very clean. They never fought in court. They just divided up their assets, to, you know, by themselves. And then their kids were all grown. Yeah. And she's self-supporting because she's an attorney and he's a doctor. So it was like, they went their separate ways. There's not all that like, you know, I hate you. I hate you. You know,
0: she probably does
1: somewhat hate him, but I just talked to her. She's like, I don't hate him. I actually feel sorry for him. Yeah. She was like, no, I'm able to retire soon. And he has a baby.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Grown girl's like, daddy screwed up. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So she has to live with that. She's like, I don't, I'm free. Yeah. So even though it was wronged, completely wronged she moved on and she's so much happier so much happier yeah she looks beautiful she lost all this weight because she never went for revenge and i just i wish people would be that way you know a lot of times people get so caught up in this cycle of revenge of wanting stuff a lot of the problems are already there you know i would like to tell people like if you're let's say a father that's not very involved Okay. You're afraid of losing custody. The damage was done way before you got there. (laughs) The damage was done because you weren't involved, you know, or if you're a woman who's never paid the bills, you spend $10,000 on a handbag all the time. The damage was done. You know, you never knew what was in the account. And then the divorce hits and it's like, well, he hid all his money, but did he really hide his money or did you hide your head under the sand? Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of like personal responsibility so it's, I, I don't know. I think most people should tend to their affairs, uh, not like extramarital affairs, but I mean, like tend to your job. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to be a housewife, be the best damn housewife that you will be. And always, just because you're a housewife doesn't mean that you sh- should be clueless about money. Yeah. You know, if your husband brings home all the money, you insist on managing it. And I do have friends that do that, like they stay at home but they're the ones investing their husband's money. So they know all the ins and outs, Yeah, you know, that's smart. And all their names are all, all the joint accounts. Uh, I think the worst yeah. divorces are the women that are like, he cut me off. And I'm, you know, I'm not on one bank account. I don't have any money. You know, if you don't have any money, you cannot hire a lawyer. You just, that's a fact, Yeah, right? It, yeah. It's America. And so then they don't have representation, but the damage was done before they got there. It was what you know, they were all living this dream where you never had to care about money. That's not, that's not reality, you know?
0: What does, what does that parent do? Like the single mom that, that, you know, all she wanted was the white picket fence and the the husband, and then he does something, but she has no control over the money. She's obviously entitled, right? And Mm -hmm. it's going to work. How does she retain a lawyer if she doesn't have access to that money? But she, technically it's her money. She has to borrow.
1: Yeah, usually it comes from like parents or, they they would have to borrow. So
0: Yeah. To get the process if, started.
1: If as, um I think back in the nineteen fifties, sixties that was more common, but now I think fifty one percent of the workforce is women. So it's it's less likely now that you would be completely cut off. I think, you know, most women work. Yeah. Or let me strike that. Most most of the most women I know work and most you know most, all my female clients work. Yeah. So
0: let me take you on another path now. This is something for uh, for the audience that's out there. If you have a prenuptial agreement and now you're going into a divorce, how how is that different from a regular divorce?
1: Um, the only thing that would be different would be like property division and alimony. So the two main re- reasons people get prenups is like they keep their property separate, or they. So you know what are the issues one of the things that a prenup does is protect your separate property. So like for example, in California, if you buy a house before the marriage, that's your separate property. However, if you have a mortgage on it and it's not paid off and you don't have a prenup and you use earnings that you acquired during the marriage to pay on the house, then the community suddenly earns an interest in your separate property. That's called a more Marsden equation. So what you want to do is if you want to protect your house that existed prior to the marriage, you should get a prenup saying this house was purchased before the marriage. And at the date of marriage, the loan balance was 400000 And during the marriage, all my money is going to be kept separate. And all the money paying down on this mortgage is from my separate. And that way your spouse will not have any sticky hands in the premarital property. Yeah. So that's what a prenup does is like, it's clear. Um, I always recommend it. If you have like a, if you purchased a house or something, or you have a stock account or retirement account that existed prior to the marriage, mm-hmm. you keep that separate. So that's number one. The second thing that a prenup can do is also clarify things. So, like for example, if you run your own business, um, one of the sticky issues in divorce would be the value of your business. So, you know, this is a good example. I represented an electrician a few years ago. He runs a very small electric, you know, business. He has two employees, one van. Um, he basically goes door to door, right? So it what is the value of that business? He does eat out and the company vehicles, everything is deducted through that business. So, you know, it's like in a divorce, you end up spending hundreds of thousands of dollars paying lawyers and forensics to value this business. And just to let you know, we hired somebody to say the business is worth his salary in the union. So in the union, he would only be paid 80,000. So basically if he, his business tanked and he went to get a job as a labor union guy, he would only get 80 grand. So that was the value of his business 80. Yeah, the other side hired forensics, they valued his business at three million dollars. $3 million. <laughs> so between our valuation of 80,000 and their valuation of three million, the judge ruled somewhere in between, right. you know. <laughs> but it's just its a waste of money because we paid 50,000 for the rent forensics, uh. they have paid for the forensics for these reports. But if you had a prenup that said, this is my separate property, maybe it's valued at a hundred grand at the date of marriage. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it's my separate. I'm going to keep it separate. Then that would not be an issue in the divorce. So that's the number two. Number three reason people get prenups, waiver of alimony. So in California, we have very high alimony. So even if you don't have kids with somebody, if you make significant more money than they, they do, you're going to pay alimony. It's yeah. called spousal support. So you can waive that. Some people are like, I don't want to pay alimony. There's what? a ratio out there that's kind of crass yeah. and they call it the vagina-money. Have you heard that ratio?
0: <laughs> I haven't, but I want to Google it right now.
1: I <laughs> don't want to pay it, you know, which is so weird because I'm like, I, I know women that pay alimony too. Yeah. So it's not just men paying women. Like yeah. I know women that make more money than their husbands and they yep. pay alimony. <laughs> So we <laughs> can wave channel. that in a frame.
0: I can't wait to Google that. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't think it's on the, sh- on the radio anymore, but it was.
0: Yeah. Um, in your mission statement for the website, I, I love the fact that it has like two road signs, right? And you're like, you're on the freeway and you're like the, the old you and then the new you. Um, and that the court is the worst way. I thought that was brilliant inside of your, your marketing and the way that you share yourself, what are some of the things that drive you?
1: Um, I think I try to be, I'm very authentic. Um, I have, I have very rooted morals, so I won't do anything that conflicts. Like if I sense a client is lying, yeah, then I won't take that client. And sometimes it, comes across later because you know you it takes time to get to know people it's the same with your spouse if during the course of representation i find that somebody's lying to me or something Mm -hmm. um i give them some time to find representation but i usually just say you know i it's it's over i cannot represent you and then just move on
0: got it um, what are some of the things that can be avoided in your experience?
1: Avoid it? What do you mean?
0: Like, you know, when some, when you're starting the process, you're obviously uh, very emotional. There's a lot of things that you don't know. So uh, most people are not educated in the process. What are some of the things that they can avoid? Like, I know that you spoke a lot about like, like hating and like wanting to destroy, what can you tell somebody or, or prepare somebody for that like, like, to avoid all that drama?
1: So I think before they even see me mm-hmm. or any divorce lawyer, they need to be hiring a therapist. So I think the number one person that you should hire for your divorce is a therapist. You need to go talk to a professional mental health professional that's going to help you through your head games. Um, you're very, very angry. They say that divorce is one of those top, stressful or stress-inducing events in your life, it ranks under death of a loved one. Yeah. So I think if you're in that state, you absolutely need a mental health professional. So you definitely, before you even hire a lawyer, spend the money on a therapist, somebody that will help get you through this because a lawyer can't do that. If you go to a lawyer when you're angry, you're not thinking clearly. And if it's not the right lawyer, they will manipulate you.
0: Yeah. And a therapist and is will- cheaper.
1: Huh? and a therapist is
0: cheaper. Yeah. So,
1: and they're more equipped to deal with your hate. Yeah. Divorce lawyers are not in the business of hating your spouse. You know, they're not in the business of trying to chase your spouse for revenge. That's, that's not what they're in the business of. Yeah. You know, that's not what I do. There's people out there that might sell you that, but at the end of the day, that's not what lawyers do.
0: Yeah. And that's good advice. Like, Make sure that you guys handle yourselves first before you go to a lawyer. Lawyer's there to handle your paperwork and make sure that there's a clean separation and fair. So make sure you do the work and get therapy. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.